Welcome. This is David Barris, president of the American Association of Bank Directors, host of ABD's Calling All Bank Directors podcast. Today we have as our guest Bill Boyan to address bank capital. Should your bank raise capital now? And if so, how and in what form? Bill, a managing director at Piper Sandler, has had an extensive career in representing banks in capital raises and merger transactions. Let me know if you have any follow-up questions by contacting me at dbarris at aabd.org. All right, let's call Bill. Hello, Bill. Hello, David. Welcome to ABD's Calling All Bank Directors podcast. Well, thank you for having me on. Appreciate the opportunity. Bill, today's subject is capital. Uh, Does your bank have enough? Should it raise capital now? If so, how and what form? So I'd like to ask you a few questions about that and um, based on your experience, and here we go. What impact has COVID-19 had on how bank boards are looking at the need for more capital? Well, today, uh, David, clearly banks have much more capital than they've ever had in the history of uh, the U.S. banking system, which is, uh, which is good news. Um, COVID uh, certainly is going to challenge the banking industry. Uh, fortunately, we've had quite a bit of stimulus, I think about $10 trillion worth of stimulus uh, uh, pumped into the system. So with the PPP uh, loans to uh, small businesses, um, that has helped to buoy the economy and uh, put off any potential losses that might be coming down the pike. It is the assumption that 2021 uh, we will experience uh, the beginning of losses that 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 will uh, ultimately um, um, come through the banking system. So even though banks have quite a bit of capital, they are going primarily to the subordinated debt market to get additional capital. There are some banks that are going to the preferred market. Um, not many are really going to raise uh, common given the very low trading valuations um, that the uh, industry is experiencing now. So sub-debt is the um, instrument or security of choice. Um, if you look at um, the community and the regional bank sub-debt issuances for the year, we've seen 71 uh, transactions for $4.7 billion of deal, deal value. Uh, we have completed $3 billion of that $4.7 billion, so we've got 63% market share. So we're seeing a ton of activity, and banks of all shapes and sizes and capital levels are coming to market. Bill, how do you know whether your bank needs more capital? And also, what, are your, what do you think are the regulatory expectations? Well, um, certainly there are some aspects of uh, the economy that are doing quite well. There are other sectors that are not performing as well and uh, performing as well. Um, Hospitality and hotel loans um, are certainly um, one sector that is is facing some scrutiny. um, And there's some expectation that uh, hotel loans will falter. And um, so that is kind of uh, target number one for new capital. Certainly restaurant loans, uh, fast food restaurants seem to be doing pretty well. Pizza restaurants that deliver are doing well. But there are certainly a lot of 
kind of fine dining and white tablecloth type restaurants that are not doing as well. So those certainly are uh, our concern for potential loss as well. So um, at the moment, it's really hard to figure out what losses are coming, but we have been doing a lot of stress testing and running modeling and regression analysis uh, to try to take the loss rates by, by asset class um, from the Great Recession and applying those uh, loss rates to, um, to the loan portfolios today to try to stress um, capital levels and try to figure out how much is really needed. Um, I don't think that most banks think that they are going to um, have hits to capital that are really going to challenge them, but they all are trying to find some insurance. So what we're finding is banks issuing subordinated debt as uh, the primary um, use of that capital is just insurance against losses. Um, some people have existing subordinated debt issues that are callable in the next 12 to 18 months. So that's a source of the new capital as well to maybe, you know, with rates being so low that they can issue now and they can, if there aren't losses, then they could take out the uh, capital that they issued previously. Secondary uses for capital is if, um, if, the losses uh, driven by COVID are not as material as we otherwise might think they might be. Um, they can use the capital to fund organic growth. They can use the capital to reduce their CRE concentration ratios or to increase their total risk-based capital ratio. Um, and uh, they also can use the capital to repurchase common stock when, when the uh, COVID um, um, uh, pandemic and its effects pass, you can use it to repurchase common stock, increase cash dividends, and purchase banks or, or deposits and branches or other ancillary businesses. So there are plenty of uses for capital, um, but I think that the primary use at this stage is just insurance against losses that may materialize in the coming, uh, in the coming quarters, six quarters or 18 months. Bill, I think you've touched on this pretty well, but what, what forms of new capital are most prevalent and why? In addition to sub-debt, uh, what else are you seeing? Um, very little common equity, although there are some, but um, there are some banks that are issuing preferred. Um, I'd say that um, you know preferred issues probably are more prevalent for banks that are going to be uh, for banks that are kind of $5 billion in assets and above, uh, maybe $10 billion and above. That's not to say we're not seeing banks from a billion to $10 billion issuing preferred. Um, you're just looking for a certain level of liquidity uh, in that instrument. Um, so, you know, you want to in, uh, issue a, a fair amount so that there is some trading liquidity in the security. Finally, Bill, uh how are banks and their holding companies going about raising the capital, for example, sub-debt, and, uh, and then what motivates their choice? You know, are they using – I assume they're using their holding companies for the sub-debt so they're able to downstream that to the bank as capital. Is that correct? Yes. Um, you know, a lot of issuers have a holding company. They would issue it from the holding company. It would qualify as Tier 2 capital um, – at the holding company, 
um, they can downstream it to the bank um, as common equity, so you get tier one treatment at the bank. Most subordinated debt issues are 10-year maturity. Um, there are some that are shorter, some that are longer. The larger, more public institutions are um, issuing sub-debt as a public uh, security. Um, smaller issues are um, being issued as a private placement, the Reg D offering. And there are some public companies that are issuing um, as a private with registration rights. So that's three ways, public, private, and private with registration rights. So those are the, uh, the, the avenues by which uh, banks are issuing their capital. Well, Bill, thank you very much uh, for joining us today. Thank you.